This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Whether the action is at the link or the bank, there's never an off day on Broad Street. It's the biggest news of the day, every day, with takes from someone who's never short on them. It's WIP Daily with Joe Giglio. Welcome on in. WIP Daily, Joe Giglio with you. Thank you for listening and subscribing everywhere you get your podcast. And of course, our 94 WIP YouTube page where uh, Tucker Bagley and, and myself do a lot of these videos and, and do our podcast here. So it's that time of year. I, I actually really like this time of year in, in the sports world. It's like obviously NBA finals going on. It's mostly baseball now, you know, Stanley Cup final. But it's almost like we could kind of start thinking about the NFL season. It's not here yet. You know, training camp isn't here yet. But you start looking ahead and thinking about it. And it's list time. It's list time. And when it comes to NFL quarterbacks, I thought it's a good time to re-rank the quarterbacks across the entire NFL. So I'm going to dive into right now all 32 quarterbacks. We'll kind of go through the bottom third, and then we'll go to the middle tier, and then we'll go to the top, and where Jalen Hurts ranks among all this. Um, and I'm projecting some starters, obviously some young guys. I'm not really interested in ranking Jacoby Brissett or Gardner Minshew. So I'm going to kind of put the placeholder in the, as the young guy in there. Some guys I have taken jumps. I, and just a disclaimer before we start, I really thought once you got past like six, maybe five, but like around that six area, all the way to 14, 15, 16, you could have ranked them any way you want. I mean, that, that group is really interchangeable compared to like the first four or five. You change the order, but like there's, those are the first four or five. And then I think a lot in those 20s is just like, you know, you shrug your shoulders and who knows what you have. So here's how I did it. I'll go through, I'll go 32 to about 21, have Tucker jump on and react, and then we'll kind of go from there and do that 20 to 10 group, and then we'll do it again. So we'll start from the bottom. Number 32, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Baker Mayfield. He's the worst starting quarterback in the NFL, which is not that crazy of a scenario. If you played it out when he was drafted, I, I thought it was a reach at number one. It's obviously gone off the rails for Baker Mayfield and now just bouncing around the league. Placeholder for a year in Tampa. He's number 32. Number 31, it's kind of ironic I landed him here because I, I think that Sam Howell reminds me a lot of Baker Mayfield. Now, he was drafted at a more requisite spot. Like, you're not like, oh, they drafted him there. Like, he was a mid-round pick, which is what I, I think, you know, the kind of the skill set tells you it should be. Sam Howell, 31, actually thought he threw the ball well down the field in his one start last year. We'll see if he could play. He had a nice career at North Carolina, but it's it's a pretty, you know, it, the ceiling seems pretty low to me. 31, Sam Howell. Now I'm going to group the young guys. And and the only preference I have, I'm just, I'm ranking them in order of how I like them and how I think they're going to kind of play their careers out. Number 30, Bryce Young, 28, CJ's, 29, CJ Stroud, 28, Anthony Richardson. 
Uh, I've just got the highest ceiling to me, and I feel like he's got the the most he's got the chance, especially with Shane Steichen, of popping and maybe popping early because that's his athleticism. Stroud strikes me as someone who's going to be okay, and I have questions about Bryce Young. I mean, he's really really small. When I was at the draft at the link, and they put up the screen of the comps, like the highlights of the comps of Bryce Young. When I saw Doug Flutie, I was like, what are we doing here? I mean, this is the number one pick in the draft, and Doug Flutie's a comp. So I know Bryce Young's got nice accuracy, and he's smart, and Alabama, and all those things. I'm skeptical of his size. Bryce Young, 30. C.J. Stroud, 29. Anthony Richards, 28. 27, I have Ryan Tannehill. I mean, we're watching the decline here. I am not going to be surprised if Will Levis takes this job early in the season. And, and But maybe next year we're ranking Will Levis on this list. Like, you know, Will Levis also could stink and they draft another quarterback next year. But I think Tannehill's best days are way behind him. Um, and, you know, if he had a really good team around him, could he, could he you know, manage the game? Sure. But that team has declined as the years have gone on. Titans are in for a long year. Tannehill, 27. At 26, and this is partially because of injury, and we don't know how much he's going to play. It's also partially because he's – I don't think he's as good as people thought he was a few years ago – is Kyler Murray. I mean, it's – I don't know how much he's going to play this year. 26 is almost a gift. I, I thought about not putting him on the list because I don't know when he's going to play. But 26, Kyler Murray. 25 is Russell Wilson. I think the decline is real, and I don't think Sean Payton's going to be able to stave that off. It wouldn't shock me if, if Russell Wilson is benched by the middle of the season and he's not the Broncos' starting quarterback much longer. 24, Desmond Ritter. I actually think there's something there, and the Falcons could be a sneaky, decent team. 23, I have Justin Fields. He is the most overrated quarterback in the NFL. Like, he's a highlight machine. Everyone loves him. It's like, oh, yeah, Justin Fields. All he does is take sacks and lose games and complete less than 60% of his passes. I I need to see him actually be good before I, I believe he's good. At number 22 is Jordan Love. I think he's going to surprise people. I, I liked what I saw in the very small sample he played last year, and I think the coach with the floor is really good and will kind of bring him along. I think Love's going to end up being a better player this year than a lot of people think, and it wouldn't surprise me if the Packers were decent. 21, Jimmy Garoppolo. I've always loved Jimmy G. We're starting to decline phase from the teens to, like, you know, where he is now in the 20s. So uh, Baker, Howell, Young, Stroud, Richardson, Tannehill, Murray, Wilson, Ritter, Fields, Love, Garoppolo. Tucker, those are my 32 through 21. What's what's, uh, hitting you there with that group? I think what's striking is just how eclectic that group is, considering everyone's background. Like, you you have the young guys in there. You have guys who maybe are unproven, like Desmond Ritter. You have the three rookie quarterbacks. Um, Baker Mayfield, who really hasn't done anything since that one year in Cleveland about three or four years ago. But then you also have Russell Wilson, who's one of the highest-paid quarterbacks in the NFL. You have Kyler Murray, who's one of the highest-paid quarterbacks in the NFL. And I think it's just a stark reminder at how quickly things can go and – those two guys kind of have similar profiles. Wilson obviously has had much more you know, longevity in his career, but in a world where we kind of rely on athleticism at quarterback, like not every quarterback's Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Peyton Manning, where you can sit back there in the pocket for 20 years and just kind of unload after a three-step drop. I wonder what the longevity is going to be for this position. Because I think in sports, we talk about how, you know, with sports science and load management and everything, People are, are much better at, at staying healthy and prolonging their career. But if quarterbacks are going to be relying on, on this athleticism, I wonder if it's going to be like pitching in baseball where no one's going to get to 300 wins. No one's going to touch what Tom Brady did because you're throwing 100 miles per hour every fifth day. You're going to be done in six or seven years. 
It could happen. I, I think it, the, the pitching and baseball thing is it's very similar. And the other thing about pitching and baseball is you don't know, like you really don't know which arms are going to survive long term. Like you could look at a Justin Verlander and his his kind of size and his his wind up, and you say he could last for a while, but you don't really don't know. Like an arm goes, an arm goes. I mean, Jacob Degrom's arm's going, so yeah. I mean, we don't know. I mean, there's going to be. I, I bet someone on the top twelve of my lists will be in the bottom third next year. It's, it's just going to happen because the, it's the nature of the game. You don't know which guys survive and which guys do not. All right. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's go 20 through 11, and then we'll get to the top 10. Number 20 is Derek Carr. Uh, I saw, I thought I, it was real slippage last year, and then I didn't like the way it ended with the Raiders. I, I see a lot of hype again. It's like no one learns their lesson. Hype about the Saints. I understand their schedule's easier this year. The whole South is, but I, I don't see it with Derek Carr. I really never have after that one year he had in 2016, and then he had the back injury. He's he's a quarterback. I, I mean, I I don't think Derek Carr will ever win anything. He's never won anything yet. I doubt he will now with uh, – who's his coach now with the Saints? I mean, like Dennis Allen. But Dennis Allen's the coach, and they're going to win. Number 20, Derek Carr. Number 19 is Mac Jones. I was a Mac Jones fan after his first year. Serious step back last year. How much was him? How much was the coaching staff, the decision by Belichick? I don't know. But they, I think they've improved that team a little bit. They're going to have a top defense. Bill O'Brien brings some offensive acumen back to that side of football. I think there will be a bounce back here for Mac Jones where he's – closer to the middle than he is the bottom of the NFL. Number 18 is Brock Purdy. I didn't know what to do with Brock. It's similar to Kyler, but just kind of the opposite vibes of it. Good vibes for Brock, bad for Kyler, but coming off the injury, when will Brock Purdy get on the field? If, if you told me right now he's starting opening day and he's fine, he'd be higher. I mean, he played really well last year. I mean, really well. And I thought the NFC title game would be competitive before he got knocked out. Brock Purdy at number 18. Number 17 is probably the young quarterback that's not done it yet that I'm the most bullish on for this year. I liked what I saw to Kenny Pickett at the end of last season. I mean, we joked about his small hands coming out of the draft. I didn't want the Eagles to take him in it. I wanted to keep Hurts, but Pickett showed me something at the end last year. Uh, more mobility than I thought. It's kind of a gamer. I think the Steelers are going to be way better than people think this year. I mean, they, they had almost very little last year on that team and they still had a winning record nearly made the playoffs. They've improved a lot this off season. I like Pickett. He's 17, Matthew Stafford, 16 purposely put him in the middle because I, again, I don't know what he is. Is he done? Is he going to be back to health? They have no offensive line in front of him. I was very confused with do with Matthew Stafford who on talent on the last time we saw him fully healthy, he's certainly a top 10 quarterback, but I don't know if we're going to see it again. At number 15, I put Kirk Cousins, living in the middle. But I actually think Kirk, after all the years I've defended him, is coming back a little bit. I think it's we're moving towards the decline phase. 14, Geno Smith. Let's see him do it again. 13, Daniel Jones. Let's see him do it again, although he was very good last year. 12, Deshaun Watson. Let's see him do it again. That, that was like that, let's see him do it again group. And Watson, like, can he ever do it again after it was a couple years ago? And number 11, Tucker, I put Trevor Lawrence. I know every list wants to put Trevor Lawrence at number three or four or five right now. 
you and I have seen Trevor Lawrence similar. You you were more critical of him coming out of the draft than I was, but I just see him lose so many plays on the field. Like he's got the talent to be top ten, and he was pretty good last half of last year, but I didn't have him top ten yet. No, and you know I I was not high on him coming out of college, and I felt like the only one. And after his rookie year, I felt a little vindicated. But with Doug, he he showed some flashes last year. He looked a lot like a guy who used to play quarterback here, where where he could win you games and could do some heroic things, but he also did some things that really made you shake your head and question if he knew what he was doing. But as I kind of look at this group from, you know, 11 through 20 that, that you put together, he's probably the only one that I could see jumping up in the top 10 this season. Like maybe Geno Smith puts together another, puts together another Pro Bowl season. Um, maybe Mac Jones takes a huge leap. Maybe Daniel Jones finds another gear with Brian Dable in year two or Deshaun Watson re- rediscovers it. But like of those guys, if, you told me, you know, one of them is, is going to be a top 10 quarterback at the end of the year. The only one that I would really feel comfortable putting money on is, is Trevor Lawrence, because I think he's the only one, based on his physical attributes and, and his pedigree, really has a much higher upside than, than everyone else in this group. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I mean, I, I, I am bullish on Pickett. I think he's going to jump, but like 10 is pretty high. But we'll see how good Kenny Pickett is in year two and how many games the Steelers win. All right, so my top 10, and I had trouble. Like, once I got... And I was even begrudgingly on six because he really had a down year last year. But, you know, two years ago, he was great. So I was kind of comfortable at six. But once I got past six, I was like, really? This is who I'm putting seven? This is who I'm putting eight? This is who I'm putting nine? This is who I'm putting ten? Like, I I didn't even even ever want to like. But I just trust them more down to down, snap to snap, than I did anyone, you know, 11, 12, 13, 40. So here are my top ten quarterbacks in the NFL right now. Number ten is Tua Tagovailoa. It's the injury concern at this point more than it is his ability. And I, he's better than I thought he'd be in the NFL. His accuracy, his, you know, it, it's just repeatable motion. I, you know, he's not Drew Brees, but, and that was the comp coming out of college. Like, could he be that? But it's very easy for him to throw the football accurately. And he has that. But, I mean, there's a real chance he gets a concussion in week one and his career's over. So he's, like, he's the easy one to say he will not be top 10 next year because he'll just get hurt again. But I think with Mike McDaniel – He's found some. It's he kind of reminds me a little bit. At one point, when the Niners went to the Super Bowl with Jimmy, I thought Jimmy performed like a top ten quarterback. I, I, I see some similarities between younger Jimmy G and Tua. Like he's not to- so gifted, but he can throw the ball where he's supposed to throw it on time. Tua number ten. Number nine is Jared Goff. I mean, just go through the track record. Jared Goff. This is not crazy. He bounced back last year. Dan Campbell recently said he's a better quarterback now than he was with the Rams. We have to put away the idea he's just a Sean McVay product. That's not fair anymore. And I think the Lions are going to be really good. And the offense last year was really good in the second half, led by Jared Goff. Number eight is Lamar Jackson. I have a lot of issues with Lamar and leadership and all that, but obviously a healthy top 10 quarterback. Seven, I put Dak. Led the league in picks last year, or, you know, was close to it with, with Allen leading it. But he had a down year for him, still a good quarterback. Six, I went with Aaron Rodgers. Because of the track record, because he'll be with a better team this year. And I don't know if that fall last year was so drastic or was just a one-year blip. We'll see. Top five quarterbacks in the NFL right now. I went Justin Herbert five, Josh Allen four, Jalen Hurts three, two Burrow, one Mahomes. I think one and two are pretty standard at this point. And that's coming from someone that loves Jalen Hurts. I have Hurts three because he accomplished something that Herbert has not, that Allen has not. And let's get to a Super Bowl. And Josh Allen, for all his attributes, plays dumb football a lot of times. Jalen Hurts 
almost always plays smart football. So I went Tua, Goff, Lamar, Dak, Rogers, Herbert, Allen, Hertz, Burrow, Mahomes. Tucker, my, my big takeaway from doing this was if, if you don't have a top five or six guy, you might like the quarterback, but it's hard to love any of them. Like Dak was seven and he had a kind of a bad year by his standards last year. Yeah, we kind of did this exercise last offseason when we talked about, you know, should the Eagles go after Russell Wilson? Should they maybe pursue Aaron Rodgers? And I think a lot of people were of the mindset, well, if you don't have Patrick Mahomes or if you don't have one in that that top three or four, you better do everything you can to, to find someone like that. And luckily, the Eagles are in a situation now where they do have Jalen Hurts and you have ranked him ranked third right now. But yeah, like if you have, you know, really 10 through seven, 10 through six, we want to throw Rodgers in there. There's a real stark line of demarcation between Justin Herbert and, and Aaron Rodgers. And maybe Aaron Rodgers finds it again, and maybe he has a, a rebirth in, in New York after getting away from, from Green Bay and the, the mess that was last year. But, yeah, I mean, there, there are very, very distinct tiers, even all the way up to, to top 10, where normally I think in the NFL you could say, well, if you have you know, a top 10, a top 12 guy who could get hot, you, you could lead him to the Super Bowl. Thinking about guys like Nick Foles, Joe Flacco. Um, people have done it before, but yeah, right now, I mean, you, you look at really the, the top five, it's hard to see anybody outside of that list playing deep into January, playing into February. It, it really, really is top heavy um, when it comes to quarterbacks this season. Well, and, and with that moving forward and we'll end with this, I know injuries happen and Jalen Hurts plays a position in a way where he, we'll see how long he gets to stay in this. I compare him a lot to Steve McNair, but barring injury, they're all young. I, I think we – I wouldn't be surprised if next year doing this list I have my same top five. Now, maybe the order changes. But Mahomes, Burrow, Hurts, Allen, Herbert, that feels like the five best quarterbacks in the league moving forward. Now, maybe maybe Trevor, like Tucker said, he's got the physical ability. I, I thought Pickett showed something. Maybe Purdy, guys that are just – maybe they're going to be really productive without the tools. And maybe some of these rookies that just came in like Anthony Richardson. So, like, we'll see. But I think there's a real chance that we have the same top five next year. I, I think these guys might be here to stay for the next few years. Certainly, certainly Mahomes is, and certainly Burrow is. I, I think they all might be. Allen, Hertz, Herbert. This might be the five for a while. Five young, outstanding quarterbacks. Those are my top 32 quarterbacks entering 2023. Appreciate everyone listening to WIP Daily. Back tomorrow, another episode. And of course, follow the show wherever you get your podcast and the 94 WIP YouTube page. Thank you for listening.